0: Hello everyone Uh, my name is Ashwini Jain and uh, before introducing uh, myself I would like to thank you for a for providing me this opportunity uh, to come in front of you everyone and uh, share about my experiences and uh, how did I get scholarships so that I can share my experience and other people can get also benefit so uh, as I mentioned my name is Ashwini Jain and I did my b-tech in civil engineering from iit bombay and uh, i'm or oris- i'm originally from jaipur city and uh, i would finished my b Tech in 2015 and uh, just after finishing my b Tech, i uh, came to Purdue university for my masters in uh, civil engineering and my specialization was construction engineering and, and management <clears throat> so uh when I was applying for my master's, uh, then basically I was interested in some research work, okay? And uh, I wanted to like pursue my master's more on research uh, area side, okay, in the civil engineering. So there are two type of masters, okay? One is course only and another one is course plus research work, okay? and And this kind of option is available in most of the universities and uh, so, and it really depends on you basically, if uh, you can opt for any of the options, you can opt for only course only, and you can opt for uh, course plus research work also uh, program. So, now the question is basically, if you're going for higher studies, maybe your master's or your PhD, okay, then how do you get scholarships, okay? So first, uh, I would like to tell you about a uh, type of scholarships, okay? There are uh, various types of scholarships, okay? So one is fellowship, okay. second is research assistant, third is teaching assistant, fourth is graduate assistant, and uh, fifth is basically uh, interest-free loans, okay? So these are basically five types of assistantships. Okay, so fellowship is basically uh, the free money, okay, provided by uh, maybe your university, or maybe your alumni, okay, or maybe your government. So do these type of like kind of like fellowships, okay, and in these type of fellowships, uh, you don't need to work, okay, for any professor or for any university, and uh, this fellowship is very very competitive. So I remember like uh, that when I was at Purdue couple of my friends from uh, like different countries like uh, Egypt or Taiwan or Thailand okay they got uh, or Philippines they got these kind of of scholarships okay and it's basically uh, their government uh, like provided those type of scholarships uh, because see uh, they provide these type of scholarships so that they can uh, improve their high or or they are funding some PhD students so that once uh, Students finish their PhD, they can uh, come back to their country. So that's why government are government is interested in these type of fellowships. Okay, so I think for Indian students, it's very very competitive. Okay, and uh, there are so many people. So fellowship, I haven't seen many many like um, I haven't seen like uh, any Indian getting a fellowship. It's very very competitive. Second is research assistantship. So research assistantship is basically you come uh, to the university, you take some courses, you also work with a professor, okay? And uh, in this research assistantship, uh, you are working either maybe uh, uh, on a research topic with a professor on any of your interested uh, in your, your res- interest research work or, or uh, on any ongoing uh, research project uh, under the professor. So this is basically depending it depends on your compatibility with your professor with whom you want to work and uh, uh, What's the interest of your research and what's the interest of your uh, professor's research work and all those so it's more about the compatibility thing and uh, third thing is teaching assistantship teaching assistantship is basically uh, uh, you uh, Are taking a course okay so you won't be teaching the course but you will be basically grading some of the assignments uh, in that course so and uh, you will be taking doubt sessions or maybe you will basically uh, take some tutorial classes so that's kind of like teaching assistantship So teaching assistantship is mainly available uh, like in maths department or in statistics department or in computer science departments. Okay, so I will come in more details uh, later on fourth one is graduate assistantship. Okay, so so in case like I will also explain about my case. Uh, So when I was at Purdue doing my masters, I was also a graduate assistant. Okay, and not many people are aware of this option. Okay. So graduate assistant is basically, uh, they have, maybe they have IT department or maybe they have like some professors working on like big, big projects, okay. So they need some uh, students who can work on technical part or something like that. So uh, while doing my studies at Purdue, I was working for the Purdue IT department. And uh, my work is uh, basically, <clears throat> my work was basically, uh, to do some uh, business analysis related stuffs and uh, and creating some dashboards, okay, and project management related work. So that was my work at Purdue, and that's like graduate. That's called graduate assistant, okay. So in graduate assistant, you go in an office, okay. You work 20 hours uh, per week, and uh, uh, and uh, then basically you come back home and do, do your studies so my next point is basically what is required to get each type of scholarships okay so i mentioned like there are five type of scholarships uh, fellowship rship teaching assistantship okay uh, graduate assistantship and uh, interest-free loan okay so fellowship is basically provided by your academic excellence let's suppose you are uh, you have some Olympiads or you are working <coughs> you are working for some big organizations or governments okay and uh, you basically get qualified for those fellowships. So that's like very competitive, you know, very, very, very highly competitive uh, option. RSHIP, okay, for RSHIP you need to have good research experience, okay, maybe in your undergrad or maybe uh, you are doing M.Tech from India. So you need to have good research experience, okay, and maybe some papers also. So if you are applying for your master, then uh, having like one or two conference paper helps okay but if you are applying for a PhD having like one or two journal, journal paper uh, helps to get RShip. another thing is basically if you want to apply for RShip, okay then uh, have some good uh, GRE score especially in GRE uh, verbal and have some good TOEFL score also so that's the kind of like requirement and uh, have a topic in which you are interested and uh, now also look for professors okay in which you want to work under which you want to work okay so, uh, and then contact those professors. So, that's the requirement for RShip. Teach, uh, teaching assistant uh you need to have you know some prior uh experience in teaching assistantship okay in teaching and if not then you need to have a good uh TOEFL score or IELTS score so generally you know uh, i will uh, tell you like how the teaching assistantship works so there are you know uh, if you are coming for your master's okay you will be having undergraduate students also in your university okay these undergraduate students have to take some mandatory courses like uh, mathematics okay linear algebra okay statistics 101 or computer programming basic computer programming okay so these type of courses they have to take okay and uh, what happens is basically mathematics in mathematics department there are some uh, phd students or st- some masters students okay So they get these type of scholarships, but they are always like short of these teaching assistants. So they try to hire uh, some teaching assistants, okay, from outside of the departments. So that's why they are looking for, you know, some students who have some prior experience in teaching or uh, who have very, very good TOEFL score so that they, because having a like good TOEFL score shows that, good TOEFL or good IELTS score shows that you are very good at communication, so you can easily communicate with the students. So that's like the requirement of teaching assistants graduate assistantship or GA okay you have to have good technical skills okay so maybe like you have some you know some programming experience or some good uh, data analytics experience or cloud computing experience okay or website designing experience or mobile application building app experience so you know uh, like a lot of professors like professors in agriculture department or biotechnology department or uh, Uh, Some other random other departments, you know, so they're 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 working on big big projects every time Okay, all the times so they are looking for you know some people who can basically build these products Okay for them. So uh, If you have some good uh, type of good experience Yeah, I'm really sorry guys why the connection dropped okay, maybe the Wi-Fi stopped uh, working suddenly so I was on the graduate assistantship topic. So you need to have some, uh, you know, good technical experience uh, on uh, programming or web applications or something like that. So once you have that, once you have that, okay, your chances of getting a graduate assistantship increases. And the last option, interest-free loans. Okay, so these are provided by uh, some organizations, like K.C. Mahendra, Narottam Shakshi scholarships. Okay. So they generally provide interest-free loans and good uh, like qualifications, educational qualifications. So, like I remember, one of my friends, you know, from IIT Bombay, he applied for Narottam Saksheya and K.C. Mahendra, and he was going to University of maybe like some university in California, U.C.S.D. Yeah, U.C.S.D. And he got both the schol- both of the scholarships, and it was interest-free. Loans. So that's the another option and uh, my next point is like a lot of students have a question that how much money is given in these type of scholarships okay so again the fellowship and uh, interest-free loans it depends on the person okay it depends on the scholarship but generally in teaching assistantship and uh, research assistantship and graduate assistantship okay r-a-t-a on the university and uh, you get some monthly stipend so there are two type of you know uh assistantship one is quarter time okay and one is half time in quarter time you have to work for uh 10 hours per week okay and in half time you have to work for 20 hours per week and uh so in some universities, you know, uh, even if you're working half time or full time, your full tuition fee is waived off. Okay. And if you're working half time, basic 20 hours per week, and you get around like 1500 to 1800 dollars a month. Okay. Depending on the university and cost of living. And uh, if you are working like 10 hours per week, and then you get generally like $900 or $800 or $1000. Again, depending on the university. Okay. And uh, in some universities, if you are working uh, 10 hours per week, okay, then your half tuition fee is waived off, okay. And uh, at Purdue, you know, some students they were get uh, half time. Oh, so, sorry, some students were working uh, 10 hours per week. But their entire tuition fee was waived off so before you know getting a scholarship or before applying or okay make sure okay that uh, if you get a quarter time assistantship like 10 hours per week then how much tuition fees is waived off okay and just just see their website then you will get this information and uh, So my next point is like uh, some of the students or some people they asked me like uh, if you don't get a scholarship before beginning of the first semester then what to do. Okay that's a really good question actually. So that also happened in my case. So when I applied I didn't get any scholarship I was taking loan okay. and. Uh, so when i came to Purdue, you know i directly approached a professor okay and i sh- told him that professor i really want to work with you i'm really interested in your research work okay and it's not like just saying okay i read his research papers okay i provided some comments okay some feedbacks on his research papers okay so i was able to show that okay i'm really really interested in his research so what i'm trying to say is basically if you if you don't get a scholarship you know in the first semester there are a lot of students like that okay and it's also you know right from the professor's perspective because they are basically trust like they have to trust on you okay and which is a like very like you know big uh, thing which is a very important thing you are sitting in india okay they are living in the us okay how they can trust on you so to show the trust factor you know uh, you have to basically do something okay i know that uh like when i was in iit you know a lot of of these professors come to IIT for taking a seminar and they meet a student so and then students basically show the interest Uh, and uh, in that case the trust factor is not an issue because see they are coming to IITs okay uh, through a profession okay so they know that these students are really really good so uh, for a professor working in the u.s okay uh, trust factor is, is an issue okay so the point i'm trying to make is don't worry don't get a scholarship in the first semester okay try to like approach the professor okay show the show the interest okay and uh, once you come to the university okay start working with the professor from the first semester itself from the day one itself okay which shows your commitment okay and once you uh, shows the commitment then professors also understand okay and uh, if you are working for the first semester without any scholarship okay with the professor okay then from the second semester it's highly uh, probable that they will start giving you funding okay and i have seen like that's also happened in my case okay and uh, that's also happened in um, like a couple of my friends case in my case my professor gave me funding you know he wanted to give me funding but it was only like quarter time as i mentioned earlier so quarter time so i will my tuition fee was waived off but my professor was ready to give me 900 dollars a month and uh, uh, Purdue IT department they were giving me 1500 dollars a month okay so i accepted those other offers i decided not to join my professor's research work try to these you know commitments to these professors and have some technical skills so that's the thing and uh, next point is lot of students are uh, confused that when to apply or when is the right time okay to apply for these scholarships, okay. And uh, so I would like to say that see there is no right time to apply for these scholarships, okay. So many times, you know, if you are ap- like applying to a university, so ap- in the, in their application, you know, they mention that you will be uh, eligible for scholarships also by default, okay. So you don't have to apply directly. So that's your uh, like application as well as you know scholarship or fellowship uh, application also so try to fill your you know uh, application like very seriously because uh, your SOP your LOR your overall you know your profile uh, like uh, matters okay and that will be you know considered in your selection as well as in your in your uh, scholarships also and uh, so uh, Another question is basically uh, many students ask that after this, okay, how they can ask for funding, okay. So there is no like you know asking for funding or something like that, you are basically showing your interest that you are interested in uh, working with a professor, okay. so. Try to see a couple of professors, you know, uh, in your department, uh, like based on your interest, and uh, read their research paper, re- research papers, research papers, and show them your interest and show them that okay, professor, this is really good, okay, and I also have an idea in that domain, something like that, okay, similar idea, and show them that what exactly you can bring to the table, okay, professor, how you can basically add value to their research group. So if you will show like your value addition, okay, what exactly you are bringing to the table, then professor will also be interested, okay? And then they can also say that, okay, I really like your profile and uh, there is an opportunity for you in my research group or something like that, okay? So it's not about asking, it's basically about selling yourself, it's showing your potential, okay? Showing your skill sets to the uh, professors. So writing a good, you know, uh, good, like, uh, Decent size email, okay, to these professors really really helps, okay. But before writing that email, you know, do your uh, homework, okay. Read their research papers, okay, and uh, show them like how you exactly you can contribute or like what exact skill sets do you have or if any prior experience you have, okay. And uh, may like many people, they also have a question like. Uh, If we don't get a scholarship, okay, how can we reduce our financial burden or how can we basically do our master's? Okay, so uh, if you don't get scholarships, okay, that's not a problem. Now these days, you know, there are a lot of loan companies in India and uh, they provide uh, uh, like on 10, 9 to 10% or 11% or some interest rate. Okay, and uh, that's not a problem, actually, because if you are coming to USA, okay and uh, by taking a loan okay after the once you get a job you can always repay the loan okay i will come to the loan part loan portion you know a little bit later also like how exactly we can do it so but the thing is like uh, see um, like if you are coming for masters you know on coursework only so level like in purdue university i had to finish you know 30 credits okay and uh, to f- like 30 credits mean- means courses so to get my master's degree i had to finish 10 courses so what many people do is <coughs> they take four courses in the first semester se- four courses in the second semester and two courses in the last semester, okay. So the semester fee is basically around fifteen thousand uh, dollars uh, per semester, okay. And uh, that's like your uh, uh, tuition fee, fifteen thousand dollars, and uh, your living expenses, like six hundred dollars or seven hundred dollars a month, okay. So roughly if you like calculate uh, for the entire year, your expenses are basically around uh, 30,000 for the tuition fee and somewhere around like $7,000 a year for living expenses. Okay, so $37,000. So, okay, so roughly to $40,000, which is around like, uh, Twenty-five lakhs rupees, twenty-five to twenty-seven lakhs rupees, you know. Uh, so, see the thing is like you can generally get uh, twenty-five lakhs uh, rupees loan in India very easily. Now, okay. And once you, you know finish your two semesters, okay, you are eligible to do an internship uh, in the US. And in during internship, I have seen many of my friends, you know, they saved around like five thousand to thousand uh, dollars, like in in those internships, okay and uh, what happens is basically in the third semester you are taking only two courses okay so that's called reduced course workload and in reduced course workload for six credits you are only paying six thousand dollars a year and since you already saved like uh, some money internships okay you can always like pay uh, the third semester tuition fee from that, okay and that's what they ask in i20 like when you get your i-20 they only ask for like to show your finances for only uh, one year okay so think about it i mean if you don't get a scholarship you know don't uh, be discouraged or don't be disappointed you know you can always come okay uh, to the us and do your studies okay by taking a, like loan which is around like 25 lakhs rupees to like 30 lakhs rupees depending on the location depending on the university okay and uh, see the positive side that you have to see is by coming to us you are uh underst- like you are getting their exposure okay you are doing your master's degree and then once you are doing your once you will finish your master's you will be eligible uh for working here also so uh, so next question is based some uh, students ask like, what kind of fields have research assistantship, RSH, TA ship, okay? So RShip is mainly like in you know, research oriented research oriented fields. So for example, if you are going into biotechnology or you know agriculture, okay, or maybe uh, uh, medicine, okay, these are you know like fields which are research oriented, okay but so like these fields have so many like uh, research uh, assistantship opportunities but if you are going to let's suppose uh construction engineering and management or if you are going for mba okay or if you are going for industrial engineering okay so in these fields there is not much research okay so there are not many research assistantship opportunities also so then okay, so that's like these are the fields for research assistantship teaching assistantship again for example chemistry Okay, or mathematics or statistics these departments, you know, they have like uh, mandatory courses for undergraduates. Okay, so they need teaching assistants and uh, That's why like if you're applying these uh, Like departments, it's probably like it's highly probable that yeah, you can get a teaching assistantship in these departments Okay next question that some of uh, the students asked me about is basically how much can i earn through part-time jobs during my studies so again if you don't get a scholarships, you know again you can work for part-time like you can work in a like a dorm or you can work in a like mess. okay or you can work uh, somewhere in the university so if you are working part-time you know you generally get like ten to twelve dollars or eight dollars to twelve dollars depending on the university location so you get roughly around ten dollars an hour okay then you can work 20 uh, hours per week so essentially you can basically uh, like earn around eight hundred dollars a month so that's like, the amount that you can earn okay and uh, next point is uh, uh, what to do in undergrad to boost chances of getting scholarships and profile build so see if you are applying for your masters you know you have to start working from from your undergraduate okay and many students have this question that what can i do now okay to build my profile okay or to boost my scholarship chances so what i want to say is basically start Okay, and uh, see their research experience. Okay, give them uh, your commitments in during your graduate okay courses. Okay, if you are working with a professor, it's highly possible that they might be having some contacts in uh, US universities. Okay, with some professors. Okay, so if you are doing some good research work, you you know during your undergraduate studies, that will basically increase your chances of getting scholarships also, and. Uh, some students ask me like uh, for getting a scholarship is it fall like applying into fall semester is better or spring semester so i would like to say that you know, like if you are considering for research assistantship or teaching assistantship you applying to fall semester is much better because graduate students you know in these big universities they come to fall semester okay and uh, they start, they need teaching TA, TAs from that full semester itself, okay? So, for example, math department. So, math department is basically, they finalize all their TAs, you know, for this year-long TAs, okay? Uh, in, uh, before the fall semester, like June or July, something like that, okay? So, and that's the only time, you know, they finalize their TA, June or July. Because for the spring semester, they don't roll out the application again. They consider teaching assistantship application for both spring and fall both so if you are coming to you know fall semester okay and if you are applying if you uh, are applying for a teaching assistantship or research assistantship okay your success in fall is much better than uh, spring and uh, the last point is basically again the process of applying for scholarships you know and uh, so again i would like to repeat that uh, when you are applying you know uh, or when you are filling your application that's also your you know scholarship or fellowship application so try to fill you know very seriously okay and uh, some universities you know they have other scholarships also so for that, you might have to write different scholarship essay, or you might have to apply differently. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, like there are some organizations in India like uh, Narottam Shaksharia or Scholarship or, or K. Mahindra, and they provide interest free loans. So those organizations, okay, they need a separate uh, application. So you have to basically apply separately and uh, that also starts like you know around like uh feb like december january february so uh that's a separate application process but to get research assistantship ra ship ta ship okay you have to like uh, your application is con like when you're applying for your application that's also by default considered for ra ship and ta ship but for GA graduate assistantship you know you have to search their application for like you have to search university portals different different portals okay and see what kind of positions are open so you have to do your basically work in there in that path search you know as much as possible in that university what kind of graduate assistantships are open and apply for those separately and uh, yeah that's it and uh, if you have any questions then you can mention in the comments and and yeah that's it i think i was able to help you guys and answer your queries and it was a great session uh, and thanks nikhil and thanks for an admit.com for providing me this opportunity